Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the show that helps you reach your full potential with your host, Lisa Tarmati, brought to you by lisatarmati.com. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's fantastic to have you with me again today um, and I'm super excited because I'm about to head off to Havelock North tomorrow to hold our next weekend running retreat. So I love doing this. We have a whole bunch of people come from all around the place and hang out with us and we teach them everything there is to know about running. So I'm really pumped for that. But today I've got a little episode for you that I hope is going to be really, really beneficial Um now, it's based on a lot of the work by a Dr. Bruce Lipton, who is the father of epigenetics. And he has a book, Dr. Bruce, that I highly recommend uh, you you all read. It's, it's amazing. Um, he's amazing in the insights that he brings. And this is just uh, a little bit of, of, of what Dr. Bruce has been teaching. And I really wanted to share with it you uh, his teachings today. Now, I tried to get Dr. Bruce on the show. I can't get hold of him at the moment. But I'm going to keep trying in the following months. He's an extremely busy man. But this is all about reprogramming the subconscious mind. And I'm going to tell you a few facts about your mind that might surprise you and might explain why you have trouble doing what you actually want to do and the things that you've decided you're going to do and sometimes why you self-sabotage. Now, we have two minds. We have our conscious mind and we have our subconscious mind. And when we are working with our conscious mind, that's a very small part of the brain that only processes around 40 bits of information per minute. Our subconscious brain, on the other hand, is processing uh, up to 40 million bits of data a minute. Absolutely insane numbers. In other words, its processing capacity, if you uh, make the analogy with a computer, is a million times stronger than our conscious uh, processing. But we, with our conscious mind, we are the, that is our creative mind, that is our, that is what we where we have all our desires, our wishes, our plans, all our logical thinking, and so on. Our subconscious mind is like a tape recorder. It records things, and those become our programs. Now, why is this important to know and to understand? Well, when we want to affect change in our life, and we want to achieve something, and we read a book, we go and learn about something, and we go, right, you know, you, you, you'll know this from yourself if you've read a lot of self-help books or stuff. You think, right, I get it, I understand, right, I'm going to implement this into my life uh, or I'm going to follow this diet or I'm going to do whatever it is that you've set out to do and then, hello, next minute you find yourself you're not doing it or you, you keep self-sabotaging yourself. Now, why is this happening? Now, this is happening because you are trying to, with your very small abilities, with your conscious mind, to create something, but your subconscious mind has a different program playing. And the subconscious mind, as we've just heard, is a million times more powerful. So you're actually coming up against this subconscious mind. It's like David versus Goliath. If you can picture that, you are only processing the small amount with your conscious mind, and your subconscious is actually running the show 95% to 99% of your entire life is run by your subconscious. Now, I want you to think about this analogy, for example. Have you ever been, <coughs> excuse me, uh, driving along the road and you're thinking about something or you're listening to music and singing along and then 
you suddenly you come to and you realize oh heck I can't even remember driving all that way from where I've just come from the last 10 minutes have been a complete blank while I've been singing my song or planning something or doing something have you ever had that experience but you still manage to drive safely and you still manage to do all of that on autopilot and this is what the subconscious is it's on autopilot so you're doing that on a subconscious level you don't even need to think about it and you're driving nice and safely otherwise you would have crashed the car and you didn't so your subconscious was running that program and if you think about it most of our day is run by our subconscious programming and the more we do a habit um, it's the habit forming brain like it's it's if we do a habit over and over again it's much easier to get up and to do that same routine than if we're trying to establish a new one. This is why establishing new habits takes at least 30 days usually to establish. It's because it's not yet in the subconscious, it's not yet a real groove in the brain, if you like. It's not a it's not a chiseled out path that is well trodden. Once you've been through that path a hundred times, there's a real easy path to follow and it's the path of least resistance and that's what the, uh, the brain just does automatically. So if we're trying to affect change then, then we can't just rely on things like positive thinking. You know, positive thinking movement is, you know, it's really amazing to think, oh, well, I'm going to just think positive thoughts and I'm going to create change in my life. And then you realize, you know, you're shouting into the wind. It's not actually having the effect that you think it should be having. It will have a small effect, but it will only have an effect so long as actually you're maintaining that focus and keeping your mind on the, what you're trying to change and having those positive thoughts. So it's not to say that we shouldn't be doing positive thinking. It's great. But you are still going up against the, the Goliath of your subconscious mind. So how do we get our programming in our subconscious mind? Well, this is an interesting story too. Now, you may have heard of the saying uh, that was actually by the Jesuit priests 400 years ago. And they said, give me a child until he is seven and I will give you the man. You've no doubt heard that. In other words, if you give me a child until the age of seven, then I can have him fully programmed and he will be that way for his entire life. What we absorb as young children in our infancy and even before birth right up to the age of seven um, is really what's programmed into our brain. And we can program things after that, but there's a lot of things that are downloaded in that time. Now, during this phase, you are just a tape recorder. So you were... You have no conscious you know, memories of this time or certainly not the, th the first three or four years. Um, and your brain was in a theta brainwave state. So it was mostly recording like in the state of hypnosis. It was downloading information from the environment, from your parents, from your siblings, from your community, uh, from your peers at kindergarten, all of these places where you were downloading your information and making sense of the world. Now, if bad things happen to you or negative experiences happen to you in those first seven years, then those are also programmed into your mind. So take, for example, a child who's grown up perhaps in an abusive family where he's told again and again and again that he's useless, that he's a waste of space, that he's never going to amount to anything and that he's no good. He doesn't deserve any, any love um, and he's not a good person. 
Now, a child has no ability to make any judgments about these, these, this information. It's taking it at face value. And when this is repeated over and over again in a young child's life, that they are undeserving, they are unlovable, that gets integrated into their mind, into their subconscious mind. And then as that person grows up and becomes an adult, that becomes their limiting program that they're playing over and again in their life. So how does that then play out? Well, let's just take this example, uh, this theoretical example, a little bit further. So then this young man who's been programmed with this negative self-image, these limiting beliefs that he's not deserving of love, that he's unworthy, and so on, then he will go, op what could happen is that he go into a relationship, he's looking for love, um, and actually sabotages the relationship because his subconscious is trying to bring to fruition what it actually believes about himself. So he can't believe that he's worthy of love, so when somebody shows him love, that causes a massive reaction in them and they'll try to push you away. And you've probably seen this in your own life, I know I've seen it in my early relationships in, in, in life, um, where the person thinks that they're not lovable, so therefore why is this person loving me? So therefore they must be something wrong and I have to push them away. And this is all on a subconscious level, and so they create conflict and they create problems and they push them away. Now, the person is not aware that they are doing this, but this is what's happening on a subconscious level, and that's a very, you know, a very bad example. But these types of limiting beliefs that we were programmed with from our childhood very much affect our everyday life. I'll give you another example. So I grew up in a, you know, average middle class New Zealand family. Um, money, uh, we were told, did not grow on trees, and you know, we had to be careful, and we, you know, we was there was always seemed to be not quite enough money to go around. We were certainly not poor, but we, we it was not quite enough. And it was always something you had to work really hard if you, you wanted to get ahead in life and you had to be careful with money. Um, we were also taught that inadvertently through our cultural um, environment that being rich, people who are rich were bad people, that they'd probably done something bad to be rich. And so you had their... Uh, built into your psyche a limiting belief system around money. And then when you're an adult, you have a negative belief system around money. And so when you start to earn money and you believe that money is always going to be lacking, that it's very hard to earn money, that it's very hard to attract wealth, that only bad people have money, that money is the root of all evil, and all of these sorts are playing in your subconscious, and that will then have an effect on the fact that when you do get money, you're liable to throw it away or give it away or spend it on stuff and not build wealth because that would be going against your value system. So these are just a couple of examples of, of millions of examples that you could, you could find of how our limiting beliefs actually limit our behavior in adult life. So what can we do about this? Well, we know that when we go and try and do positive uh, thinking, you know, saying to myself, why well, I'm deserving of love and I am uh, wealthy and I am abundant and I have all of these great things. Now, when we're just saying those things on the conscious level and trying to be positive thinking, um, that will have a tiny effect, but you'll find that it won't. You'll be absolutely shouting into the wind. Your subconscious will still be playing the other programs 99% of the day. 
So what can we do then to reprogram our subconscious mind? Well, there is a number of methods that we can use, but I'm going to just highlight one, one way today, and that is through auto-hypnosis or self-hypnosis. You can also go to a hypnotherapist, obviously, that would be another one. But whatever you are trying to program into your brain, then you can go and get tapes, you can find them on YouTube, you can find podcasts of self-hypnosis. And when you are going off to sleep at night or you're having a, a meditation during the day, you go from a state of waking and then your, your consciousness starts to disconnect before you go to sleep, right? And in the stage of disconnecting, your brain waves are in the theta, the theta brainwave state. And this theta brainwave state is then giving you access to that subconscious programming. And it's at that time when you can actually start to reprogram the mind with the stuff that you want. So all the things that you're planning and wishing and, and hoping that will happen, that's when you can start to program your mind by playing self-hypnosis tapes or, uh, you know, go to YouTube. You can find them all over the place now. Um, for whatever it is that you're trying to, to attract, whether it's to try and get rid of anxiety, whether it's to help you even just go off to sleep, whether it's to attract more abundance and wealth into your life, whether it's to uh, affect your, your health uh, and the, the health of your body, all of these things you can consciously, when you start to disconnect from the consciousness, sorry, and go into that state, of, of relaxation when you've got the theta waves and then you go to sleep and these tapes are playing and they're actually talking into your subconscious programming. So that's a little thing that I want you to have a try at, you know, what have you got to lose? Now, I've noticed this uh, in years ago when I was uh, living in Austria and I didn't speak German. I went to Austria and I'm very lazy. I didn't want to go to a school. I I couldn't really understand all the grammar and all the, you know, conjugating verbs and all this sort of stuff. And so I decided I'd just play tapes at night when I went to sleep and I would read and I would listen to television and I would absorb the language that way. And I very, very quickly picked up the language, quicker than most people do, and was very fluent, uh, you know, within 12 months I was fluent. And it really got to a point where I just would wake up one day and I was starting to speak it and it was in, within a period of a few weeks um, that I could actually start to understand and then later on and so I know that this the sub program uh, you know subconscious programming works because things were going in on my subconscious level and the interesting thing was is that I spoke it pretty much like a native did so as if I would had been a child in Austria learning from you know the normal age that you learn a language um, I didn't get to the absolute proficiency when it came to grammar and writing, um, but very quickly I was fluent in the language and I actually spoke like a native would speak, and I spoke with a dialect even. Um, and this is because of the method that I that I used to learn the language. And you can use this method for yourself for whatever it is that you're wanting to get uh, changed in your life. So I want you to try that out. I want you to understand that the subconscious mind is running your life pretty much all day every day think about the fact that um, when you're walking along and you're talking to somebody at the same time how does your brain handle that when you're driving and singing a song how does your brain do that it's because a lot of it is actually on subconscious level now if you go back to remembering when you learnt to drive for example and everything was on the conscious level so you were 
consciously trying to change the gears at the same time using the indicator at the same time looking at the mirrors and checking all the traffic around you and watching for traffic lights and and so on and it was all exhausting and really really difficult can you remember that time if you can remember back to that now that was all on the conscious level and your conscious brain can only process a very small amount but once that habit formed and you drove again and again and again and it became a habit and it became part of your subconscious and it became automatic and then it became super easy. Now when you um, also, if you're thinking about your subconscious, whatever you tell your subconscious to go and work on, it will go and work on for you. For example, if you want to, uh, if you've got a really difficult problem and you're trying to nut out something, okay? I don't know what it is. Something will work or whatever. If you say to your brain at night, say to your subconscious, I give mine a name, and I say, hey, so-and-so, I want you to work on this problem while I'm asleep. And um, I've, I'm going to go off and have a good, deep sleep. So I'm telling myself I'm going to, you know, auto-suggest that I'm going to have a good, deep sleep. While I'm away sleeping, I want you to go to work on this problem. So your subconscious just does not turn off at night when you're sleeping, when your consciousness is off. Your subconscious is still working on things. And what you can find is that a day or two later, you wake up and hello, the solution just pops in your mind because you've given the, the subconscious a job to do. And its job is to make into reality whatever it is that is programmed in there. Okay, So that's how powerful this sort of stuff is. Um, so once again, I just want to, um, you know, I want you to understand the power of this information because it can really change your life. And if you've been hitting your head against the brick wall, reading self-help books, trying to develop your, you know, personal development, trying to better yourself, trying to improve yourself, then this could be one thing that could really be a game changer for you when you understand how powerful the subconscious is and why it's been sabotaging you. It's not that the subconscious itself is a bad thing or a negative thing, but some of the programs that you've downloaded somewhere in your life may well be negative and self-limiting. Um, you know, Henry Ford obviously said um, the famous quote, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that is exactly you know, bringing out this point. It's whatever you think you can or you can't do is the, the limits that you place on yourself. Um, so I hope that was a, a little bit of help today for you. Um, you know, when we fail with things like positive thinking and we think, well, I'm doing all this, so I'm working really hard and I'm being really disciplined with my, my thinking and so on. Um, and then we start to blame the outside world, you know, that it's everyone else's fault and it's the world's fault um, that I'm not getting what I, what I want to be getting. But actually, it could well be just your subconscious programming that is causing all this trouble. So if you want to delve into these sort of topics a little bit more, I do highly recommend that you go and suss out Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's a bit of a legend. Um... He is the father of epigenetics, which uh, you would have heard Neil and I talking about, epi our epigenetic testing program and how amazing results that we're getting for our um, clients with this because it helps to people to understand their biology, their genes, their how their genes are expressing and to work with their body. And he was the father of epigenetics. So he, back in the 60s, just to round off the story, um, 
was working as a cell biologist. So he's a cell biologist. He would study the life of cells and what they did. And back then they thought that genes that are inside your cells were determining your whole life, basically. Genetic determinism was the accepted paradigm of the day. And Dr. Bruce discovered that it's not your genes that control your destiny, but rather your environment, your thought processes, uh, and everything that's, that affects the cells from the environmental perspective, your nutrition, the way, you, you know, your hydration, all your hormones, all of these things affect your cells and how they are expressing. So any one cell can express in so, so many different ways. Um, and that we're not the victim of our genes, that we have a, a huge power to uh, influence how our lives turn out. So you might think, oh, I'm genetically programmed or I've got this gene that makes me more prone to being overweight or to being a diabetic or to having cancer in the family and so on. But that isn't your destiny because you can influence hugely through your diet, through your, your, your thought processes, the things that you're thinking about can have a massive, massive impact on your health uh, and your well-being. So this is an area that I highly encourage you to go and study a little bit more about. If you want to find out about our epigenetics program, you can reach out to us. You can find me at lisa at lisatamati.com um, and we can send you some information on that. It's basically like getting a user manual for your body. We're really excited to um, be involved with this amazing program. It's not something that we've developed. This has been developed by hundreds of scientists over the past 20 years. Uh, and the results are, are nothing, you know, short of fantastic. So anyway, I hope this um, podcast today has been a little bit helpful for you. Think about that subconscious and the difference between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Your conscious mind only processes 40 bits of information a minute. Your subconscious, 40 million bits of information a minute. It's controlling everything from your digestive processes to your immune system and all of these things that you're not even aware of. Um, and it's also controlling the way you behave and the way you think. You know, 70%, they say, on you know, scientists have worked it out, that approximately 70% of our thoughts are negative and that we are wired that way because we, you know, we're programmed to look for problems and dangers. But with that being in our subconscious, you know, and thinking 70% negative thoughts, um, we need to do more than just positive thinking. We need to start to reprogram our subconscious mind if we want to have the success that we want and deserve in life, then this is one way to do it. So as usual, please um, do a rating and review for the show if you don't mind. And please reach out to me if you've got any questions around running, around mindset, around this, this sort of top topics. Uh, nutrition, fitness, we'd love to hear from you um, and share this with your friends. We'd love you to share this information because it's really uh, going to impact a lot of lives so if you can help get this information out there. Now I'm going to link a couple of notes in the show notes to Dr. Bruce Lipton's work um, and you might find that absolutely fascinating to dive, delve into and please let me know what you thought about this uh, episode and if it's um, had any effect in your life as you put some of these things into practice I'd love to hear from you well we'll see you again next week that's it this week for pushing the limits be sure to rate review and share with your friends and head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatarmaty.com 